This episode is sponsored by Shoutout, a two-way text messaging and campaign management platform that provides analytics and facilitates conversational messaging that delivers, engages, and converts more. Send personalized campaigns from unique phone numbers to the message content itself, letting you brand your campaign to promote yourself and create your messages in a way that users are made to think you sent it personally for them. You can then monitor and improve your campaigns over time with real-time analytics. Start reducing messaging and campaign costs with cost-effective bulk SMS. Scale efficiently without having to worry about high costs. If you'd like to start using mass texting services with simple packages to choose from, visit GetShoutOut.com today. Hello, everyone. This is your host, Akhil Jabbar, and welcome back to another episode of SAS District. In today's episode, we'll be trying something completely different and as a special episode for you guys as we'll be doing a live SAS website teardown. We'll actually be doing two websites for looking at optimizing their copy and their UX to help you guys see how we're going to improve their conversions. And for those of you who are listening in, we'll be trying to be as descriptive as possible. But if you'd like to follow along and see exactly what we're referring to, we recommend you check out this video episode uploaded on our SAS District YouTube channel. So make sure you check it out. Just Google or search uh, SAS District and uh, you'll be able to subscribe and see this video live. Um, so today joining us as our guest is Christopher or Chris Silvestri from Conversion Alchemist. So welcome, Chris. Super excited to have you on the SAS District show today. If you want to just let people know who are listening in, just a quick background of who you are and uh, you know why you're an expert in this field. Hey, Akhil, thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, so Conversion Alchemy is a small uh, cop conversion copywriting agency. And what I do is basically I work with uh, SaaS and e-commerce businesses, uh, usually six, seven figures, and I help them convert more prospects, visitors into customers. Mm -hmm. And I do it through a combination, I would say, of copywriting and uh, UX design, as I was, uh, I actually been in both fields, and I'm trying to combine all the especially in the research aspects of both fields to get as as many insights on users uh, as possible. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I also think it's important uh, to get a, like a realistic perspective as much as possible on the user, on the prospects. And I think uh, there's a lot of good UX insights that can be applied to writing copy, to understanding customers. So this is what I'm trying to uh, accomplish with Conversion nice. Alchemy. Cool. So I think it's a it's a combination of being a, an artist and a scientist at the same time, right? Exactly. Both mentalities in one. So it's a it's a, it's a it's a good skill to have. Um, so we're, you know, generally when we do these episodes, and you know, we're asking kind of high level areas. You know, how do we improve this? What do we do to improve conversions? And you just kind of name things. But today we're going to go you know live into real uh, SaaS companies. So I actually sent Chris two SaaS companies before the show that he could check out. He'll do be doing a full teardown, look at areas how we can improve. Uh, what are areas that we can optimize for? What are the goals? Um, what is what's lacking? And then what are the kind of results we can expect going forward? So uh, we'll start off with the first SaaS company. So what, if you can first, you know, go ahead and share your screen. We're going to have two companies that we're going to go over for those of you listening in. So we'll start with one uh, and then we'll go into the other so you guys can understand, you know, how we look at it from two different companies. So if you want to go ahead, Chris, share your screen. Yeah, um, sure. Okay, do you see my screen? I can see your screen. So we have postalytics.com. Let's start with that one. Yeah. 
Okay, so, so so usually, so you mentioned uh, like the goal for these teardowns, uh, especially for this website, was to improve signups, um, free accounts, but also paid accounts, right? Exactly, and, exactly. Yeah. So there, yeah, direct so, mail uh, automation. Yeah. So that's our goal. Yeah. Right? It's a freemium model. Get people through the platform. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the thing that I always try to do when looking at a website is first I always try to look at it with fresh eyes, and the the one way to do it is actually looking at it uh, from a I would say holistic point of view. So a point of view that takes into consideration the entire customer journey. So when a user, from the moment the user lands on the website, what are the things that they usually think about? What do they consider? Mm -hmm. uh, and so on, and all of these uh, you can you can do it with various methods research. Uh, but for the sake of this teardown, since we kind of need to be brief, uh, I usually I usually use uh, like a heuristic evaluation method. Uh, that if you if people want to check it out, it's from uh, uh, one of, I think one of the best conversion optimizers out there. Is, um, in my opinion, it's called Andre Morris. So the, the heuristic evaluation method I use is called the seven levels of conversion. And it's based on looking at a lot of the existing uh, CRO models, but also on 10 years of user testing and best practices. So it gives you a really good idea on how users think uh, when looking at the website uh, without actually like doing the entire research, the, the, the months of the research that it takes you to, um, to figure that out. So the first thing that I usually look at is uh, relevance, right? So, uh, which means, um, is the website relevant to what a user would want to see on the page? And also, does that resonate with them? So does it hit their emotions, uh, the emotional points that they are considering and have in mind? Mm -hmm. So the other, uh, one question that I want to ask you is, so where do people come from when they get to this website? Uh, so far, they're on the homepage. Our, our two main channels are going to be SEO. They're mostly driven organically. Mm -hmm. um, and then we also have paid marketing as well. So we have PPC uh, coming in, you know, so, so Facebook and Google. Yeah. I think I think the, the paid ones, a lot of them are going to inner pages. Um, some go to homepage, but... Yeah. Um, yeah okay, generally. so... Yeah. And do we have a blog for that uh, resource somewhere? Yeah. Or... Yes. So I think if you go to learn, I believe it's there. Ah, learn. Yeah. Ah, blog. Okay, so most of the traffic starts from here. Uh, so we do have a few, some of the traffic coming in organically, yes, through some of the blog um, as well. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, one thing uh, that I would like, that I always try to do is like figure out um, to the, at the point where people land on a website, trying to figure out, like asking them questions. So one thing that you might do would be maybe using one of those Hotjar uh, polls to mm -hmm. ask questions here to figure out what they are looking for specifically. But let's say that these people check out a website and ideally they then look at the homepage because they're curious. Mm -hmm. The other thing that stands out here, which incidentally stand out, <laughs> it's, uh, it's the copy of the value proposition. I think it could be, it could definitely be more descriptive and specific as much as possible, especially about the target audience, right? Because I see um, these two lines are actually, mm -hmm. I think they're not really useful. Um, mm. People know that they aren't postalytics. Like nowadays, they know looking at the logo what the website is called. Mm -hmm. Stand out, it's good, but it doesn't really tell me stand out where, um, how. Mm -hmm. And then I see direct mail automation. It's interesting. It makes me curious because 
uh, we are used to hearing emails or direct mail automation. Oh, that's that's interesting. Mm-hmm. The smart way to do direct mail marketing. This is interesting, but at the same time, it's kind of vague. So mm. I would definitely use the space, the real estate that you have here to be more specific on the how you do it. Okay. And maybe for, for who. I see scrolling down uh, that you have uh, businesses and marketing agencies. So this is the first hint, first hint that I see um, that tells me who this is for. Mm-hmm. And then again, track and automate direct mail, uh, see more reviews. Uh, okay, so I would try to incorporate probably the terminology here, marketing agencies, um, maybe what types of businesses into the value proposition here mm-hmm. to make it more specific and to like narrow down your positioning. Okay. Uh, so this is relevance, considering how relevant is this is for me. Right. Um, the other thing that I always look for after is like, do I trust it? Because people, uh, you might think that they take uh, like a few minutes to look at the website and consider if they trust it or not to see the social proof. But actually, uh, looking at a lot of user tests, I probably looked, I don't know, 500 user tests in the past years. I would say that people form uh, like a super quick impression, probably in the first like a second or two. Mm-hmm. And so, some studies actually say like 50 milliseconds or something crazy like that. But the the thing that stands out when I land here is the design could probably be a bit more professional. Like right now, the design, I can see that like the spacing here mm. and in some other sections like here. And also the fonts look uh, don't really look... Uh, as professional as they could, I think. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, it, it kind of looks like, if I could say, uh, it kind of looks like a bit like a template um, theme, mm-hmm. like uh, one of those uh, uh, text uh, template editors that you can drag and drop. Mm-hmm. So I would try maybe to have a des- uh, professional designer take a look and make some adjustments. Okay. Uh, and the other thing, as far as trust, uh, I see one review here, which is great and also uh, tells me yeah, it tells me more about what the product does, but also like these this level of detail on the review, I don't think it's really useful at this mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. I will probably save some space, uh, removing maybe these text link and replacing them, for example, with the the Captera logo mm-hmm. that you can you can actually link to the Captera page on the logo, mm-hmm. uh, and maybe having. Uh, a photo of the customer if possible, mm-hmm. but also mm-hmm. adding more reviews so people can see uh, at least three reviews here. Okay, it would be good instead of only one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I usually try to uh, to avoid carousels, so I probably display the three reviews right away. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, usually with the reviews, uh, and this is valid for the rest of the page. I also I always try to be as specific as possible and try to prove the point that I just mentioned. So if you say something here in the value position, make sure that these reviews relate to what you say here. Uh, mm-hmm. In other areas, mm-hmm. if you have a review that proves this point below this paragraph, mm-hmm. that would be great. So they match and people understand, oh, this is real. This, they, they, ju- they are not just telling me. Right. It's kind to, of the, support, the, to, to kind of support each of these these. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, these yeah. Points. yeah. Mm-hmm. so you're basically showing, not telling. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, okay, so these are great. What do they link to? Huh. Okay, so it looks looks like links, but they scroll back to the top. Ah, okay, so this works. Yeah, I was about to say, uh, if you have logos of clients, it's great if you can link to the case studies, like in this case. Some of these don't work, so I would fix that. But yeah, it's great that you link to the case study. Um, other thing for trust, this is not great. I would definitely <laughs> try to try to <laughs> replace the, the thumbnail. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, and also one thing that I noticed, it's the length of the video is two minutes. Mm -hmm. I would try to cut it to 30 seconds, one minute if possible, just to have a quick idea of how the product works. And you can use this longer video on a, on a dedicated page. Okay. Uh, uh, okay. So trust. Uh, next, uh, I always look at orientation. So once I've evaluated if, if the website is for me, uh, I can trust it. Where do I go from here? So the first thing that I notice here is that the navigation menu is quite overwhelming. Mm. It's got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine, ten. I usually try to keep the navigation to six links mm. at maximum. Mm -hmm. uh, and also, one thing that people do, especially in SaaS, they are used to seeing a lot of websites that have the same structure. Mm -hmm. And in UX, uh, uh, that's called the. It's, it's, yeah, it's basically it's a rule to try and be as as consistent as possible with what people are used to seeing on other websites because it makes it it makes the decision making process faster for them. Mm -hmm. So most websites have a feature page, they have a how it works, they have a solution page, a pricing, and an about page. So everything that is kind of different from that usual structure, like you are here, you have a demo after features. Mm -hmm. Then you have learn, support, agencies. It's it's a bit uh, confusing and like distracting from the main goal, which is getting to the getting to learn about the product and then to try the product. Mm -hmm. So I will probably move demo um, uh, support uh, probably in the footers in the footer. Also uh, tools. I will probably change the name. For like learn, might be guides or yeah guides. Uh, support I will probably call it uh, about us because if you can see it contains uh, FAQ, help docs, contact. It might also benefit the website to have an about page and like an actual about page. Mm. They can learn more about the company. I, I always like when uh, the company talks about like the team who's involved. Instead mm. of being kind of like a faceless organization, that's always uh, nice. Right, to build can. more trust, right, at that point? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, the other thing, speaking about orienting the user, I see the calls to action here. Mm -hmm. Try free, uh, then you have, see how, here's how it works. And another sign up free. Uh, so the 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 thing that's probably super low hanging fruit that you could do is it is, is differentiating from primary and secondary calls to action. So okay. the primary is uh, what, what's your main goal from here? 
if it's to send them to the try free, okay, this could be the primary, so it could be red. And this one, for example, here's how it works, could be secondary call to action. So you can maybe design it with just the outline so that it doesn't that it instead prioritized uh, compared mm -hmm. to this one. Mm -hmm. Uh, also, the other thing that's a bit confusing is this sticky bar at the bottom. Because one thing the, the, the site does is uh, you have this header which stays sticky for a while and then disappears and then disappears. Mm -hmm. So I will probably just use this main header uh, and made it and make it sticky. So we actually page. we actually ran some conversion rate optimization tests and adding this footer yeah. actually did increase conversion. So that's the reason why we actually kept it. Uh, okay. Did, yeah. did you also try leaving this one as well? Or uh you mean keeping both here? What you're saying? No, yeah, I don't think we both? did. I don't know if we could. Yeah. So uh -huh. you're saying keep both. Okay. I, I was actually saying just use uh, one at the top. Mm. But yeah, uh, I don't know if you if you ran test just keeping this as well or not. Mm. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah, it, it, I was about to ask if you ran any tests or not. That those are all the things that it's always best to to test. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, differentiating primary secondary calls to action. That's probably good. Mm -hmm. um, let me see. So then. Uh, after orienting myself, I'll probably start wondering. Okay, so what? what moves me to go through the pricing page to learn more about the product. Mm -hmm. um, and the thing is that I looked uh, before this call, I looked at the video as well. Mm -hmm. okay. And I saw a lot of, a lot of information that I actually don't see on the page. So mm -hmm. let me see if I can get to the point here, just to see where it's basically talking about how, like what you can actually do the various phases. Mm -hmm. And it talks about, yeah, uh, for example, create, prints, mails, all the various stages that mm -hmm. the product uh, works in. Mm -hmm. And I don't see that on the page so, because the other thing um, that's always important, other than the features, um, it's always important, I think, to give the, the user an idea of how it works right away. So like a, a quick step-by-step -step illustration of mm -hmm. what they can do and how it works from start to, to, to their end goal. Mm -hmm. And uh, usually I, I would always try to have like a quick representation on the homepage, but also going deeper into that with the navigation menu, uh, how it works page. Right. You have this feature page, which I think it's, it's kind of a mix uh, because it, it's a uh, drag and drop, not weeks, integrate. Yeah, there are some, some of these are steps of what you do. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's worth changing this to how it works, but I would always try to, yeah, have, having either uh, an expanded features page or a how it works page that goes into the steps or, or both okay. if possible. Um, and what, what do you think of the homepage design here? Is there anything you would change on the, the header? Um, so that the first image that pops up here, um, yeah, the, this illustration, I mean. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I actually like that these um, mails uh, had, like, mm -hmm. they link the image to the call to action. Nice. So the eye, move, the eye moves from one to the other, mm. which is good. Maybe, I don't know, maybe it's worth reversing them. So you have the image and then the mails push you to, <laughs> to the, the call to action. I don't know. Mm. But it could be something to be tested. 
Okay. Okay. But yeah, the the style as well of the illustration is nice. So if you could keep it uh, more consistent throughout, yeah. Also, I if these are nice, uh, they are on brand, I think. But mm -hmm. also having some other illustration that um, kind of matches this style throughout the yeah. page would be nice. Mm -hmm. Uh, these are these are good, but are a bit more simplified versus this this one, the top. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I noticed was good. Okay, so these these are good. It's a bit hard to move through them because you have to click on these yeah. tiny dots. And also, I I don't get what this magnifying lens means. <laughs> is it is it uh, like maybe it's trying to tell me this is a detail of looking at all the reviews? I don't know. Yeah, probably looks like it's a capture review here. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But, and also the other thing that I try to do is highlighting uh, specific parts of reviews, maybe um, using bold text or like kind of a, like a highlighter mm. uh, color. Makes sense. For example, here you say it's very practical is to navigate throughout each step along the process and overall it opens unique multi-channel marketing initiatives. We needed a way to update postcards quickly and easily and foster leads met our yeah, in this case, overall it, it opens uh, unique multi-channel marketing initiatives. This is, would be uh, like an example of what I would highlight because it's very specific and it tells you an important use case. Mm. So this this would be an example of what it did. Makes sense. Uh, okay, so the other thing that I was looking at, um, I don't know if you tested this, but did you try removing this dropdown for the from the pricing and having a switch on the pricing page here? Uh, just, we didn't. Okay, so you're saying have one here, and then once you go here, then you can pick. Yeah, yeah, because okay. it's kind of. Uh, Mm. I don't know. I have, I suspect that having the drop down here might be a slightly confuser just because people are not, are not used to seeing to seeing it. I, I, I know right. that it makes sense makes sense here because it's about uh, mail, so you have to consider the different locations. Yeah. But but probably having them like just seeing okay, I want to go to pricing. I'm clicking this mm -hmm. and having a switch here that tells you okay, you can actually view the pricing for the two locations. I think. Uh, yeah, maybe. no, we, we just recently launched into Canada, I think, uh, just like less than two months ah. ago. So this is a new page that we just put up there. So they, yeah, I'm sure yeah. there's a lot of areas we can improve for sure. Yeah, actually, I, the other thing that I, that I noticed mm. is that uh, pricing US, I see dollars thirty nine a month. Mm -hmm. And if I click on Canada, it still yeah. tells me USD. Is this... Uh, yeah, so the subscription is the same. What changes is if you scroll down that the pieces um, that you send, that's where the difference uh, okay. is. So you can see okay, here, that's okay. in Canada. Um, you can yeah, see this, yeah. that's in Canadian dollars and what it costs per piece. And that's where um, the yeah, difference yeah. would be. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it would make sense to have this price in Canadian dollars as well. I don't know. I, mm. if, for if your customers, I don't know, buy from the US for Canada. or But yeah, just an idea. Mm, makes sense. Uh, yeah, then coming to the pricing page mm -hmm. from a visual hierarchy point of view, like uh, how clear and how prioritized these are for the reader, mm -hmm. uh, it's a bit overwhelming, especially seeing all these long tables. Let's use this one. 
it's a bit overwhelming for the user, I think, having to yeah. scroll through all this. So what I would do would be first, actually to make the comparison easier between these tables, would be to have uh, kind of the, what are the features that are in common between all the plans, having them at the top, and then at the bottom, um, having some uh, like grayed out features that you don't have here, but that you have, uh, but like no, having them normal here, Mm-hmm. And kind of the same, and which I actually noticed that you do in in the video. You have a video mm-hmm. here, mm-hmm. and in the video you show, I think, a pricing table inside the account. Looks like, or maybe during the sign-up process. Mm-hmm. Let me show you. I think these table look like this table here. Tables. Right. You see, mm-hmm. these look much better from a visual hierarchy point of view. It's much easier to understand what's included here. Mm. here and here and what are the things that are not included Makes in sense. the other two plans yeah so i probably try to do the same mm. and and also uh, when it comes to these prices mm-hmm. uh, i will probably place these buttons the cost to action right below the features mm-hmm. because at the end these are the main things the users need to understand when they are comparing the pricing uh, the plans and then having maybe a separate section here that they can click on and it would expand all these prices. Mm. So if you don't click on that, you like the page is much shorter, you can scroll it easier, but if you can still dig deeper into looking at the different prices. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned about the button. So if you go to the top, you see how we have the get started um, right below the price. Ah, yeah, you have it here. Yeah, I wasn't there before. And when we ran the experiment, you know, a little bit of a CRO test, we noticed just by putting that, uh, you know, people not having to have to scroll yeah. down, uh, definitely improved conversions quite a bit. So, yeah, so the next test I would probably do would be to move these here. There, because okay. I think when you're like, if you think about it, you you see the price and then you want to actually understand what's included before actually clicking the button. It's not that you see the price and then click the button. Yeah. So from, from a linear uh, like flow perspective, I think it makes a bit more sense to have the button af- the buttons after yeah. the features. So, so one thing we're struggling with, and maybe we, we can chat about, is that you know the biggest difference and reason why people will switch from the free plan to say the pro or agency plan. Um, one is you know one is going to be the if they want the the agency you know sort of like white label. Second is going to be if they want Salesforce integration. Um, but mm-hmm. the third uh, and probably ninety percent of the users why they upgrade is so that they can get the discounts on the per mail piece. So as you hit a certain volume, I think it's, you know, if you're going to be sending, you know, more than a thousand, I think, or 1500 in a month, then it just makes sense to upgrade and pay for the subscription because um, you're getting the discounts on, on the volume side. So, uh, you know, you know, is, what's the thinking, you know, do you go something like a kind of a, a MailChimp where they have that calculator type model? Um, or how, how would you kind of, you know, show this to make it as simple as possible? People see, okay, if you want to upgrade, uh, if you're going to be sending X amount, you should be upgrading, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... You mean to to make it clear before they even sign up? Exactly. Right. Yeah, because I think people get confused on this pricing, and we try and sharing it on the in some emails and other messages and on calls. Yeah. But you know, if we can share it on this page, uh, it becomes more clear, right? Yeah, I definitely think having a, kind of like a slider that you can move and it shows you in real time the the discounts that would be it would be good. Yeah, because that was actually a thing that I didn't get from looking yeah. at this page. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, if you get if you didn't get it, so imagine you know how many people are else are not getting yeah. it. <laughs> exactly, and I'm not the target audience. <laughs> exactly. 
yeah. Um, and also, you can actually you could actually have uh, some like a piece of copy here saying um, save X or mm. a percentage off if you if you get this or for this number of uh, mails. Right. Or would you put it here? Where would you put it on the top there? Like you know, or put a line underneath you saying you know save. Up to forty percent. Uh, yeah. What is this discount relate uh, related to? Um, so the the pieces of mail. So every direct ah, mail okay. piece they sent. If they, you know, so, if you go down. So for example, if you scroll down, uh, if you look at the exact same, right, four by six first class. If you're on this mm -hmm. plan, you're paying sixty two cents per piece. Uh, if you're on yeah. the free plan, you're paying eighty five cents, right? So ah, okay, okay, yeah. Mm. So if you don't have, do you have anything specific to a mail here? Quantity. If you don't have any like a feature that's related to that, I would just put it at the top. Uh, so I think just that maybe. piece. It says best features, best per piece prices, but maybe it's not as as clear, right? Uh, right. Uh, okay. Yeah. 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 I would probably. I would actually replace this with the actual specific discount if you can, mm. like the first discount. Mm. Right. Yeah. Different color, maybe like a green that stands out. Okay. Yeah, it's not that clear. Yeah. And also the other thing, I don't know like how clear these features are for your audience, mm -hmm. but a good thing to always try and do is having um, like um, icons, like question mark icons or info icons that you can hover on and it gives mm. you a brief explanation of the features. Makes sense. That, that usually helps remove some friction Mm. And and you don't also have to explain everything in the in the FAQ at the bottom. Right, makes sense. Uh, the other thing here was this is good. I probably try to make it a bit more visual using some icons, maybe to sh to show uh, super fast that it's that all these are included. So usually you have you have check check marks, green check marks to show that these are included. Um, for the video, I don't know how necessary the video is to explain the pricing mm. uh, i think that if you clarify and improve this pricing section here the tables mm -hmm. maybe the video wouldn't be needed you can maybe deprioritize this call to action or just have a text link to focus the users more on the actual calls to action to sign up mm. that's just a, a guess that i'm making because yeah, usually if the pricing is clear, you don't really have to watch like a video explaining the pricing. It's That's kind right. of feels like yeah, mm, redundant. Yeah. Uh, the uh, last thing I would say for this call, these FAQs, I will probably use um, like an accordion uh, design right. mm. uh, where you where you click on the question and expands the answer because right. just just because these paragraphs are a bit overwhelming to look at, especially. I would say probably if I look at it on mobile, my, yeah, they're quite long. Mm. There's a lot of text, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. if you, I would probably use uh, like accordions, and people are used to seeing yeah. FAQs with accordions on other websites. Yeah, and actually seeing um, it now, I guess even the color, right? They're almost the same color. It's hard to differentiate, right? And yeah, 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 exactly. Mm. Yeah, that, that's why I was saying to make this section a bit more visual. Mm. to separate them makes sense and yeah i like the you have the link to the full faq that's great uh it's a complete guide to the cost calculation this is uh what does this link to 
Ah, this is a blog blog article. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I would have this just to just because I would like to keep them as focused as possible mm. on on the pricing. Okay. Uh, yeah, or it could be if you have, uh, for example, just to have it a bit more clear, two buttons. So the buttons to full FAQ and buttons to learn more about pricing. Mm. Just because would, these two text links are quite long. Would you put another uh, call to action here? Would you see there's any value of adding it there? Or, or do you think having that uh, scrolling? Uh, this one. Yeah, is that enough? Uh, yeah, I, I would always try to see if the header works better because I think having just the header, because I, with the header, you get both the call to action and the navigation. So you allow them to do everything. In this case, you just, okay, you are siloing them into clicking, but at the same time, it's always good to give them options, right? Right. So yeah, I would try to use the, the header, uh, but you can test it and see mm. which one works best okay uh, 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 uh yeah the other thing that i don't get here that i might be good to add would be uh speaking about the payment methods mm -hmm. i don't see for example pay with card or pay with other methods mm -hmm. um but does it work with the credit card how do we pay yeah, you generally, you, either way, you'll sign up for the free account and then you'd pay once you're ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, it might actually be good to have like a like a super quick three steps um, process for the payment. So sign up for a free account mm -hmm. uh, and then upgrade and then use your plan. Might be good mm -hmm. to give uh, users an idea of what happens. It's mm -hmm. always it's always best to to set the expectations for what happens next because. You can you can have them click, but sometimes if you sell them to a click that's not what they wanted to do, mm. they might get frustrated and go back and leave the website. So it's always best to set the right expectations before they click so that they know exactly what happens after. Mm. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I was mentioning about the the navigation menu. Uh, I, I would probably try to distribute some of those links here because I see here there is there's a lot of uh, product. Always maybe try to also try to separate this. So you have product. Mm -hmm. You could have uh, a support section where you have mm -hmm. uh, support, direct mail, API docs. Uh, maybe a solution section. I see the right. agencies. Yeah, try to make these as con as uh, contextual as possible. Mm -hmm. And companies good. Okay, you have an about page here mm -hmm. in the footer. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, I will probably include this about page under the I this section. So. I would think it is. Yeah. Uh, ah, about us. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe it's better uh, to put it at the top. Okay. Uh, usually, the about page for people who actually look for it, mm -hmm. it's a, it's after, it's the second most visited page after the home page. Really? For okay. people who are kind of skeptical, so it probably increased the priority here. Okay, good to know. Uh, yes. uh, yeah, anything else you want to look at here or questions? Um, no, I think it's, it's pretty clear. I mean, I guess one question is maybe last one is around the call to action buttons. Have you seen any you know differentiation on 
how you should, you know, is, this, is it get free account? Mm. You better want, you know, try for free, um, start free. Have you seen anything there that, you know, works better? Yeah. I think that's the, that depends usually on like two things, which is uh, how, how much do people know about a solutions like a solution like this? Mm. Are they familiar? So are they either are would they be ready to get started right away here, or do they need to see something else first? Right. Uh, as far as far as the actual copy, uh, try for free. It's good. The only things that I would advise against are things like uh, learn, read. Mm. Uh, anything that makes the user uh, think that they have to do some work, mm. it's usually uh, like a big no. Okay. So in this case, in that case, you could actually, especially on the homepage where you don't need to, it's more like a navigational page. You don't yeah. need to convert them right away here. Mm-hmm. On the homepage, you could, you could actually have more uh, value-oriented calls to action. Mm-hmm. Like uh, here, it could be... Uh, send out your first direct mail campaign, mm. something like that, that doesn't right. doesn't speak to actually buying or signing right. up. Right, right. Set up your first account. Yeah, makes sense. Set yeah. Up your first, yeah. yeah, first campaign. Makes sense. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And then when once you go, obviously, on pages like the pricing page or on the features page, once they already consume the content that they are more familiar with the product, you can actually use more direct call to calls to action, like get started or sign up today. Got it. Yeah. I, I guess my, my question kind of, you know, if, if you were to make some of these changes, you suggested quite a few here. Um, you know, what have you seen typically, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, lift in terms of conversions? What can we, you know, high level expect to see? And uh, yeah. second, how long how long do you typically like to run these experiments for? Uh, okay, so if you ran A/B test, I would probably first I would definitely try and test uh, as few of these changes as possible at the same time. Obviously, you don't want to test everything under the sun, and because there's a lot of variables to keep yeah. into account. Mm-hmm. And as far as the timing, I would definitely definitely test at least. Two weeks, uh, ideally three to a month, and depending obviously on how many variables and and the and the sample that you have to test with. Okay. And uh, yeah, and as far as far as like leaves actually depend depend a lot on on the audience. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I've seen uh, it might be five five to ten percent depending on on the on the change that you're making. Obviously, the cro- the closest the change is to the bottom of the funnel, so the pricing especially, that right. is going to impact the, chain, mm-hmm. the the business more. Got it. So I see you're uh, using Balsamic, as you know, use it for UX. Yeah. <laughs> so you actually came through, uh, I think that's how you reached out to us and found us through through Peldi. So thank you, yeah. uh, team at Balsamic, for, as usual, for, yeah. for <laughs> sharing that. Um, what, do you, what do you typically use for, for a CRO tool measurement? Are you using something like a VWO, Lucky Orange? What's your go-to tool? Uh, I usually use Hotjar because it integrates a lot of uh, elements like surveys. You can have heat maps, user recordings, so that's usually easy. I I also really like a Smart Look, okay, which is pretty similar to Hotjar and it tracks uh, things very well. Uh, I I also like Hotjar because recently they introduced the continuous. I think it's called continuous tracking. Mm-hmm. And you basically don't have to set any heat map up. It's basically they they start tracking right away once you add the code to the website. They right. track everything, mm-hmm. and it, and it even tells you uh, 
which are the pages that are most visited. So you can actually focus on the heat maps with that they get more traffic. Smart. Yeah. As I think there's also one Microsoft also has a, I think it's called Clarity. I don't know if you've seen that one. Mm. No, no. Yeah, I think that was a free one. So people want to need a free solution. Yeah. yeah. The other thing they do with Alger is the website polls, you know, the mm. kind of those, the widgets where you ask a question. Yeah. And, and it's incredible how many responses those get you. People mm. like my clients usually think, oh, I'm never going to get any answers from this. But actually, if you if you can write questions that are to the point and using uh, mm. uh, multiple choice questions, it's yeah. surprising how many of those you get without even offering an incentive or anything. Right. Uh, and they can tell you a lot about like what kind of persona is visiting the website, what are the, the main use cases, if they can't find a piece of information. So there's a lot of good stuff. Nice. Yeah, Hotjar is great. Yeah, highly recommend it as well. Um, okay, this has been this has been great, Chris. Uh, I think this is super helpful for people listening in. Uh, obviously, if you guys want to check this out once again, look on you know our YouTube channel. You can see uh, what we're talking about as we navigate it through the pages. Um, so that was the first website. If you guys want to check that out, postalytics.com. Um, the next one. So we'll move on to the second one. Are you ready to go to the second one, Chris? Yeah. Or? Yeah. Yeah. This so the one. second one we have is getshoutout.com. So getshoutout.com is the SMS messaging platform. Uh, so people want to do, you know, SMS messaging, messaging, get their own unique uh, number, sender ID, and send, you know, short links, promotions, reminders, alerts through their, their uh, you know, lists or contacts. Um, so let's start with this. So I know they just refreshed their, their page. So this is a new page. Uh, mm-hmm. Compared to what they had a couple months ago, so and I think there's, you know, but I still think there's always more room to improve. Obviously, a little different. Um, so we're on the homepage. Yeah. Let's uh, let's walk through it. What do you think? Yeah. Okay. So compared to the other one, I think the the value proposition is a bit more specific. Uh, mm-hmm. Even just saying SMS messaging that converts kind of gives me the idea that this is for marketing people. Mm-hmm. So this is good. Um, Increase customer conversions with our user-friendly text messaging platforms and alerts, promotion reminders, short links, and marketing campaigns. Uh, yes, this is great. I think the only piece that will probably improve is uh, this piece here. It says increase customer conversion with our user-friendly text messaging platform. Is um, I, I would ask, is user-friendly the most... Like unique and powerful benefit that you have to use here, or Probably is not, there yeah. much? Because it's, it just sounds a bit um, overused and not really mm. powerful. I'll probably try to be as, as specific as possible with what what makes this product unique. Okay. Um, the other thing, as I scroll down, I see this GIF. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's good that it shows. The product, but it's at the same time showing the product right away at the top of the page mm-hmm. might might not be as efficient as effective as possible because I don't yet know mm. uh, what what actually the product does. So I see the dashboard, I see the gift doing a lot of things, I see a phone. Mm-hmm. I will probably focus more on the customer slash messaging phone aspect rather than showing the the dashboard here because it's a bit uh, too soon i think Makes sense. and and it's also and also it's also quite a lot of steps so i, I don't really understand what's going on mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, okay scrolling down um thinking about trust i see a lot of uh logos popular businesses which is great mm-hmm. 
uh, I'll probably be a bit more specific here. I joined thousands of small to large scale businesses using, again, user-friendly, probably try to improve this, but also um, if you have thousands, I will probably try to use the exact number. So be as specific as possible. So join, I don't know, 1,456 uh, um, customers. Mm. And also I see a lot of uh, banks, like big organizations. Is there a way to group them into um, a type of businesses, a type of business? Mm -hmm. Maybe I actually seen something that was speaking to the types of customers somewhere. Uh, maybe it was somewhere on the page, but yeah, I would try to, if possible, to group the customers um, into an, an something that people can identify themselves with. Mm -hmm. um, and then I see I see here that you have the, the case studies page mm -hmm. with some of these. So I would definitely link to those case studies okay. from these logos. Also because uh, when you hover on them, they <laughs> highlight, but also ma it makes it look clickable, but it's not clickable. So might be mm. frustrating for some users. Makes sense. Um, as a platform and campaign management for SMS, reinvent your conversations with our only one message platform. Easily manage campaigns for SMS in one dashboard. Yeah, so this is a good value proposition. I will probably, maybe it's more powerful than this one, I'm wondering. Mm. But it, and all of all of this depends obviously on what uh, message users value the most. So mm. we we'll definitely I would definitely do some research on this. But this sounds uh, more specific mm -hmm. uh, with all in one messaging platform. Yeah, in one dashboard. Uh, I like these. Mm -hmm. I like that you have illustration and that these don't take. Uh, too much room, but still accessible. Mm -hmm. uh, and it tells me a bit more about the product does in not so much space. Mm -hmm. uh, here's what some of our clients have to say. Uh, okay, here, if you have more, I would uh, again add more testimonials. Okay. Just to have a bit more social proof, but you could also. You could also, if possible, if and you and you have testimonials for each of these, mm -hmm. you should actually show a testimonial under under this image right. that relates to this specific feature. If you have right. it, mm -hmm. uh, the other thing also, testimonials are great for people to identify themselves and uh, and actually understand if this is for them. So you have CEO, founder, and CEO, but of what business? Right. You could actually maybe specify the name of the of the business or what type of business this is, mm -hmm. just to give a hint to some visitors. Okay. How your business can use SMS messaging, uh, treat your loyal customers the right way. I like these um, these illustrations where you see the actual message, mm -hmm. offers and promotions, customer reviews. These are basically all the features and everything that you can do with the mm -hmm. platform. Uh, yeah, this is good. Okay. 
I would definitely try one thing that I would try to do, for example, with Hodger here would be uh, to look at um, attention maps. So where you actually see where the mouse moved mm. to understand where, where which of these users are focusing the most mm -hmm. and which and if you should prioritize move up some of these or change the order in which they're presented. Got it, yeah. And also, if people try to click somewhere here, that, that usually happens, mm -hmm. uh, it might give you an idea to create uh, a features page that you don't have right now mm -hmm. and have button, uh, secondary calls to action in, on each of these right. that link directly to that uh, specific feature. Maybe it can it, the features page can be one page with a parallax and clicking on the button could actually automatically scroll to that section on the features page. Okay. Uh, let me see. Oh, yeah. One thing that I noticed when I looked at this was uh, that you have other products, basically. So you have this shout-out light. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for APIs. Yes, mm -hmm. which is at the top here. And this shout-out inbox, mm -hmm. which is omnichannel messaging platform. So the thing that I would do would probably have in the navigation menu just for, for the orientation aspect that I was mentioning before. Yeah. In the navigation menu, I would probably try to have a products link mm -hmm. where you have uh, both, I don't know if you can consider this like a normal version and then these other two. So we have three elements under the dropdown of products. Right. Right. Just, to, just to immediately give users, users the idea that you actually have a separate standalone products that do different things. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Uh, case studies, solutions. Yeah, also the thing that I was looking at, I'm not sure if you have, if you only have these three types of solutions because these are the main clients or um, because you're still working on these pages. We're still working on those. So yeah, we have, I think, over 10 um, different industries. Ah, okay, and okay. We're, we're still building those out. But yeah, those are the three yeah, that we uh, have. Mm -hmm. I was thinking because if these were your only solutions type, I would definitely try to include these in somewhere in the copy. But if you have mm. uh, obviously ten, that's not practical. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. you could actually, yeah, it, it will. It's great when you when you will have all these mm. to look at. Um, okay. I like this section here. For example, this is a good example of what I would do also in the other website. Mm -hmm. Instead of having, where was it? Instead of uh, yeah, instead of this, mm -hmm. and uh, just writing uh, Captera and so on, having the mm -hmm. logos here, they can actually mm -hmm. click on. It's great. Mm -hmm. And again, here same concept. Uh, probably try to be as specific as possible with the number of customers. Okay. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, also the other thing that I was thinking, uh, you said you say review us here, but at the same time, I, a visitor is probably not going to be interested in uh, reviewing the product right now. Right. So rather than review us, I'll probably say read more reviews or that check out sense. more reviews on Captera, Software, or Agile to Crowd. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, okay, so as far as calls to action, I see the try free, book a demo, try free. Mm -hmm. uh, let me see. And then 
Okay, so in this case, we have both the sticky header at the top and yeah. this one. Did you test yes. this as well? Uh, we did not. No, we just added the decided to add the sticky as well since we knew it worked in the uh, so, yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I mean, def definitely, definitely, I would test uh, first with one and then only with the other one to see which one is best. Mm -hmm. uh, see how text campaigns can increase your conversion rate. Yeah, I like this. This is a good example of a, like a more value-focused call to action, book a demo. Actually, you you could you could tell them uh, depending on how the demo how long the demo is, mm. you could actually tell them see how text campaigns can increase your conversion rate in five minutes, something like that, just to mm. tell them that demo is not going to take them forever to right. go through. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we talked about the navigation, case mm -hmm. study solution. Uh, what happens if I click on traffic? Okay, it makes me sign up. The the thing that I might want to do is maybe have a secondary call to action throughout the page that links yeah. to the pricing page. Okay. Something like C pricing. Mm. Uh, just because some people maybe might, might overlook this or might click directly here, but they don't know about the pricing. So giving them a way mm -hmm. while they're scrolling here, mm -hmm. it can be, for example, you're talking about features here, testimonials. Yeah, it might be, for example, after this section here in between these two. Yeah. You could have a, they are like by this point, they know um, enough about the product, I think, to be interested in checking out the price. So you could have a secondary cost to action. Yeah. Like uh, view pricing or see pricing. Mm -hmm. yeah, do you have any questions so far? No, no, I think everything makes sense. Um, I think, uh, yeah, just I think that yeah, it makes sense. I just realized we only have, yeah, the, the one or two call to actions, but there's missing in, in between, right? To try to get mm -hmm. them while they're scrolling. Yeah. So, And what's your thinking about having the two call to actions? I know some people are against having the two, like try for free and book a demo. Um, would you mm -hmm. suggest just running one or do you think it's good having two? No, I, I definitely think it's useful, but uh, but also I think it's important to like understand what customers want when they get here. So if you know by experience and by speaking to customers, asking questions that they might really be interested in booking a demo, mm -hmm. I would definitely add the call to action. Mm -hmm. Maybe not at, at the top. Uh, maybe at the top, it's good to focus on one only mm -hmm. for the, the people who actually make decisions fast and might right. just want to check out. Right. But but yeah, I think it makes sense to have two calls to action. Mm -hmm. uh, if if your goal, if it matches the goal and what the audience wants. Yeah. Makes sense. So maybe just the, the last thing we could do is, you know, if you hit try for free and what's your thinking of the, the user flow here? Is it pretty straightforward? It's simple, you know, name, email, password, and then sign up with email? Or would you Yeah, yeah, it's good. Uh, mm -hmm. probably as far as like a pure, purely aesthetic. Yeah, a point of view. I would try to have the same width of the bottom end mm. of these fields. Okay, Makes what, sense. what does it look like on mobile? Uh, yeah, kind of the same on mobile. You could do, you could do the mm. same, mm -hmm. just to be more aligned. Mm -hmm. uh, email, password. Uh, yeah, looks good. Mm -hmm. The other thing also that I, that I didn't get on this page mm -hmm. 
was that I could basically create an account right away, like adding the password right here. Mm -hmm. mm, so yeah, if I, well, if I sign up with my Google account, mm -hmm. uh, I get an email. Ah, no, okay, it's loading. Uh, okay, let's complete your profile. Okay, so so these uh, this was a bit unexpected. So the thing that I would do would probably have uh, somewhere on the website. Maybe it could be on the pricing page or a quick section on the homepage where you actually tell them how it works. So sign mm. up, cre create your account, so they or complete your profile, mm. so they know what they're going to go through. Okay. Uh, organization phone number. Do you need, do you require the phone number uh, so they, they so that you can send messages using this phone number or is this for just uh, CRM purposes? Uh, I think CRM, but I think sometimes we also do, uh, we're adding uh, on the onboarding to text people as well so they see what it's like, right? Uh, okay, so, so in that case, you might probably have, I would probably add like one of those icons, a question mark or info icons mm -hmm. when they can hover on and tells you we require, uh, or we're only going to use the phone, your phone number for X, Y, Z purposes, mm, just to decrease sense. the friction in inputting the phone number. Makes sense, yeah. Company. Let's try my phone number. Everybody's gonna see my phone number. Don't call me. <laughs> <laughs> gonna get some spam spam messages today. <laughs> Uh, channels, promotional campaigns. How do you plan to use the platform? Bass, Google. Okay, so I'm logged in. So the sign up was pretty easy. So it's just a matter of. Uh, as I mentioned, setting the right expectations for what happens. And also, it's a, it's a good way if you have one of those uh, how it works section, mm -hmm. that you can actually tell them like how long did it take me, one minute, two minutes. So you mm -hmm. could uh, actually tell, me, uh, tell them, sign up, uh, create a profile and get started in two minutes. Two minutes, makes sense. Uh, yeah, it, you don't have uh, like a, an in-app messaging, like a uh, tutorial. No, just the intercom kind of uh, ah. pop up there. Okay. And then, yeah, we have this section Step here. one, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, verify. So yeah, this looks pretty good. The interface is clear, nice. Mm -hmm. um, I like the red, the colors here. Um, mm -hmm. Focuses the attention of the kind of like the scarcity mm -hmm. of the credits. Nice. Uh, by credits. So the main action here is basically by credits, right? Mm -hmm. Which allow you allows you to send it, uh, one credit is for sending one message. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So this this is kind of the tutorial thing, which is nice. Maybe this tutorial could be could have a different background from the other boxes just to differentiate it. Yeah. Uh, especially sense. especially because I guess this is going to disappear once I've done everything, or no? Exactly. Yeah. 
Okay, yeah, so yeah. might so have so like similar to that yellow, yeah, like that yellow side, right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, so this kind of tells me this is temporary, mm. and it's actually it's actually something that you have to pay attention to in the first mm. uh, use. Mm -hmm. Contacts. Campaigns. Inbound. Yeah, everything looks good. The other thing, uh, that depends probably just on the emails that you send out. Uh, which which emails do you use in this case? Do you know? Which what sorry? Which emails do you use when people sign up? Do you have a like a welcome email? Yes, yes. So we have Intercom uh, that we work with. Uh, they get a onboarding email. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Uh, Credits, SMS credits. Okay. Do you have uh, knowledge base? Okay, user guides. This is good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Everything looks pretty good here. the The main recommendation is always to try and match uh, user actions mm. with the emails that they get. So I like. Um, behavior triggered emails rather than time-based emails right. if you can and if you have the tools right uh, but yeah uh, just a recommendation this is good. yeah this is this is really, really looks really nice okay also one thing probably they would try yeah you have the gif on the website which shows shows you Shows you the dashboard. I would yeah. probably try to have include if you uh, if you add a how it works page, um, mm. to have either simplified illustrations of what the dashboard looks like, mm -hmm. or actually screenshots of the dashboard, the so dashboard, that people yeah. yeah, so people get a, a super clear idea of what they can do what they, what inside. They can that it, yeah, and and they can, and and you can expand obviously on each section. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, this section. Yeah, you have, yeah, you have this one. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. As I mentioned at this point, it doesn't really make sense mm. uh, because before I I've never seen this. I wasn't really sure how the platform work worked. So probably would probably makes more sense further down the page. Okay. And then here you would just have the mobile, like just a, a section of the mobile, like seeing like this on the yeah. right here. Text messages are coming through, being sent and received. Yeah, and and maybe an illustration showing like a happy customer, or someone receiving these messages. Mm. More personal, personalized. Yeah, yeah. Okay, awesome. This is this has been super helpful, Chris. Uh, I think we, you know, I think awesome. we did a very thorough job, um, and I think you know the users will listening in, people listening in are going to get a lot of value out of this. Um, so I really appreciate it, uh, you doing this. I mean, anything you want to add or anything, I guess you want to share with our users, people listening, how can they get in touch with you if they have a SaaS company, um, they want to get some help yeah. in improving their conversions. What's the what's the best place to get in touch with you? Uh, yeah, my website is conversionalchemy.net. Um, I have a newsletter, so conversionalchemy.net slash newsletter. Okay. It's the best place to keep in touch uh, with some updates. Okay. Or, or on Twitter. Usually I'm pretty active on Twitter. As Silvestri Chris. Silvestri, Chris. Awesome. Okay, we'll add those links to, to our show notes if you guys want to check out Chris uh, and get set up with your improving your conversions as well. Highly recommend him. Obviously, he knows what he's talking about. And, uh, you know, we're going to hopefully see some changes here with our websites and uh, 
hope we can re- report back on the results that we get as well. So thank you so much again, Chris. And uh, yeah, that was a great. Yeah. Let me know. Thank you very much again. <laughs> all right. Cheers. <laughs> cheers. Thank you all for watching this episode and joining SAS District today. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the bell for future episodes where we interview top leaders in the SaaS industry. If you're a SaaS company looking to grow and unlock the true value of your business, get in touch with us at Horizon Capital and myself or one of our consultants will provide a free assessment to help you get there and hit your goals. If you have any feedback or suggestions for this podcast, please comment down below and help us improve our content for you all. Thanks again and see you on the next one.